everyone, and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels. Hello, everyone. Today, we'll be talking about dining at Waltz, an American restaurant these days. Yes, y'all better be hungry because the restaurant is iconic. But before <laughs> we get to all that, some news. So apparently a cast member recently stopped a proposal on stage in front of the castle by snatching a couple's engagement ring and then asking them to step down. Now, I'm sure some of you have seen the viral video by now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, technically, parkours are not allowed to climb on the stages. So cast members have been reporting that an increasing number of parkours are breaking that specific rule. (laughs) (laughs) And I've seen it myself. So the video shows a man and a woman standing on one of the three stages in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland Paris. The man kneels in front of his future fiance, ring in hand, when a cast member suddenly runs onto the stage, yeah. grabs the ring, and continues <laughs> down the stairs, gesturing for the couple to follow. Another cast member on the ground also joins in and gestures for the couple to step off the stage. As the couple slowly walks down the stairs, the crowd starts booing, and the cast member that grabbed the ring can be heard saying, yes, that's great, but over here, that's going to be even better. (laughs) So I'm sure he's referring to an area with a great view of the castle in the background, but still, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, according to a user on Reddit, the couple had asked permission to do the proposal on the stage. However, that's basically impossible to confirm, and I'm guessing whoever gave them permission also didn't know about the rule. So I think it's a really tough situation because on one hand Mm -hmm. parkours are not allowed on the stage for safety reasons obviously they could endanger performers or injure themselves there's a lot of technical equipment there yeah and especially now for the current show the fireworks are uh, all installed over there so yeah yeah. you got all that pyro yeah on the other hand was this the most elegant way to safely escort them off the stage not really (laughs) i think the biggest issue is that the cast member grabbed their property and then ran off stage yeah but on the other hand well he had to act fast right he saw something happening and it's all in the moment yeah and maybe not the best decision to grab the ring indeed but uh, yeah on the other hand i support cast members that well dare to stand up totally. a lot of people in the parks are walking in the gardens let their kids be in the garden oh my gosh, all day every day yeah. everywhere <laughs> people smoking in areas where it's not allowed so and then you see cast members just walking by don't saying anything yeah. to these people so in that sense i'm really happy that there are cast members that are uh, well <laughs> willing to go the extra mile <laughs> saying something exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah i think you can never do it the right way (laughs) yeah it's i mean somebody's always going to be pissed off right exactly i guess what would have made the situation a little bit better here is just to politely but insistingly ask them to get off the stage asap yeah but i really do feel for the cast members i mean they've got one of the toughest jobs in the industry like you said i mean you've got crazy grumpy and just in general folks who do not want to follow the rules so they're the ones who have to police those folks all day every day and people can get really nasty so yeah i know i don't have to tell our wonderful listeners but you know be kind to cast members as well as people in general it's the way <laughs> exactly. to go exactly <laughs> yeah yeah they're just trying to do their job to the mm-hmm. best of their abilities definitely yeah on a more positive note we did get our first look at friday recently so friday is the ai yeah. created by tony stark who will be featured on the facade of avengers assemble flight force at avengers campus in paris and friday will interact with parkours during certain hours and will likely feature loop messages and announcements throughout the day. 
In general, Friday looks pretty cool and appears on the facade in the form of an LED matrix, which I'm sure will look awesome, yeah. especially in the evenings. Exactly. Yeah. What I thought was interesting is that Imagineer Jim Scholl recently shared something on Twitter, which is, quote, the rock and roller coaster static billboard was underwhelming. So replacing it with an active dynamic changing screen was a day one design goal. Not an image screen, no budget for that, but a light show for Avengers Campus, end quote. So I think that's interesting because it shows that right from the beginning, Imagineers had certain budgetary restraints they had to work with. I feel like in the concept Mm -hmm. art, it looks like it's a complete video screen. And I guess that's what they pitched it as. But then, of course, they're like, um, that's very expensive. How about not? So (laughs) they reduced it to the next best thing, which I think this LED matrix does look really Mm -hmm. really cool from the little bits that we've seen so far definitely an upgrade yeah exactly what we had was (laughs) ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) the rock and roller coaster building didn't look attractive at all no this uh, is a huge step up and indeed as you say during the evenings this will look amazing this whole totally land will come alive and yeah that's something that we missed a little bit in the in yeah. studio so uh, yeah really looking forward to um, experience that myself and i'm wondering if it's really interacting with the guests or just well announcements yeah. i mean they pitch it as interactive right mm-hmm. so what yeah. i'm guessing is that they'll have a actor or actress behind the scenes who will maybe view the parkours over a camera video feed something like that and then interact with them during certain hours of the day like pointing out like hey i love your cool spider-man backpack (laughs) keep the campus safe and then during other hours of day i'm guessing it'll probably just be more like standardized loop messaging very generic encouragements or interesting tidbits here and there or show times or something like that or you know watch out for spider-man who's going to be swinging across the roof in a few minutes or whatever i don't know (laughs) something along those lines in a few minutes he will come down (laughs) (laughs) like the one in anaheim (laughs) i thought that video was fake first because somebody faked it a few months ago but it turns out this last one was real (laughs) so now we know why the stuntronic does not fly over people's heads it did come down with quite a bang it looked like it failed to detach i guess it pulled the figure down yeah. and therefore it ended up hitting the, yeah. <laughs> the scenery <laughs> probably yeah um, no, and about friday i was thinking about another interactive element that we used to have in that area yeah not sure if you remember that talking trash can his name was push oh. and sometimes he was out there in that well, backlot area between the rock and roller coaster and the backlot fast food restaurant. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know we yeah. ever had him in Paris. I only ever met him in yeah. the States and Tomorrowland. Ah, okay. Yeah. We had them in Paris for oh, a while cool. and he was really interacting with guests. So nice. This feels like the <laughs> more advanced version of push the trash can. Yeah. yeah, totally. Pretty much like that. Or also the same technology that's used in Stitch Live or mm. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, but just yeah, on exactly. an outdoor scale instead of an indoor theater a couple of weeks and then we know yeah (laughs) most definitely (laughs) oh and again july 20th mark it in your calendar so y'all it's already all booked up on the annual Mm -hmm. pass holder reservations platform yeah and i believe separate (laughs) park tickets are also uh, sold out so uh, probably only Uh, uh, an expensive hotel ticket can 
nomination is your only chance to be there. Yeah. Probably. Get that Captain America suite. They did mention, though, that annual pass holder previews would start on July 15th. So I'm really curious to see how that yeah. will work out or how that will be managed. But nothing's been released so far. I'll insert yeah. an update here <laughs> if they announce something by the time this episode gets released. Hello, everyone. This is Eric from the future. Disneyland Paris just shared that Marvel's Avengers Campus annual pass preview days will take place from July 16th to July 19th. Infinity annual pass holders can exclusively access the land on July 16th, while Magic Plus and Infinity annual pass holders can access Avengers Campus from July 17th until the 19th. Mandatory reservations to enter the land as well as Walt Disney Studios Park, with an additional option to reserve dining, will open on June the 30th via the annual pass benefits portal. Besides attractions, restaurants are also expected to open during the preview. If you would like to visit Pim Kitchen during the annual pass preview event, your access to the restaurant will be granted 90 minutes after the start of your entrance time slot, and you can show them your email confirmation to the land to gain access. Tables will only be held for 15 minutes, after which your reservation will be cancelled. Stark Factory as well as the food carts will be open and available to everyone in the land. Group reservations are also not possible at this time, so each annual pass holder must make a land as well as a Pim Kitchen reservation. A land as well as an optional Pim Kitchen reservation. Annual pass holders with reduced mobility are allowed to bring one accompanying person. And everyone only gets one reservation, so one early access day per annual pass for all preview days. All parkgoers who leave the land will not be allowed to re-enter. And annual pass holders do not need an additional reservation for Walt Disney Studios to enter the park. If you would like to access Disneyland Park as well, you will need an additional reservation via the regular online portal. We also have the full guide up on our website, airmagique.net. And now on with the show. But yeah, today we're talking all about mm -hmm. Walt's, an American restaurant, which is so exciting. I did want to mention that in this month's Patreon exclusive show, Niels and I will be discussing more Disneyland Paris secrets to look yes. out for in the park. We're talking about obscure Main Street details, fun insights, and so much more. You can get access to that along with all of our other fabulous exclusive episodes on patreon.com slash and it all starts at just a euro and you can stick around to the end of the show for a short preview of that Ooh. episode <laughs> so let's start with the yeah. basics where is waltz an american restaurant located and what type of restaurant is it <laughs> yeah let's go to waltz right away eric <laughs> yeah let's yeah. do it <laughs> well, i'm hungry yeah. <laughs> me, me too <laughs> <laughs> well well waltz is uh, located in the matrix usa in the, the disneyland park you can find it on the left side when you're walking from the gate towards uh, the castle on the ground floor is a lobby and the actual restaurant is on the first floor so this is your only opportunity as a guest at least to go upstairs in any of these main street usa buildings yeah. so uh, yeah that's uh, already a reason to go uh, i believe it's a table service restaurant and it serves uh, american food but with a small well french touch so the sub name of waltz uh, an american restaurant whereas restaurant or maybe restaurant <laughs> refers to the french 
touch, I think. It's not written out somewhere, <laughs> but I believe that's the idea behind Waltz. Most definitely. American food, but uh, in a well more luxury French version. Yeah, it's a great place to watch the parade, see it go by while you're sitting by the windows. Yeah. We also made a point of taking the stairs up. There's a lot of cool art mm -hmm. to look at and the elevator yeah. back down. <laughs> so the elevator is worth the ride if you can manage it. The interior is ornamental with gorgeous stained glass featuring a bowl and fruit as well as a mahogany ceiling. It also uses a manual double doors which have to be opened by hand. Mm -hmm. It's kind of unusual, yeah. especially if you're used to modern day elevators where <laughs> yeah. everything just slides open. Yeah. It's very tactile. And they are just waiting for hours. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to do it yourself. It's something that I've encountered yeah. in older European buildings before, but it was really fun to yeah. rediscover it here. Of course, it's not the most like accessible, friendly thing. If you're in a wheelchair, you're going to need help opening and closing those doors. However, as an experience factor to it and as a vintage feeling to it. So I think it's very cool. And cast members were very quick to come by and open the doors for us. So mm -hmm. I feel like Disneyland Paris has trained them to, you know, open and close the doors for the guests to just add that extra level right. of service and elegance and accessibility yeah. as well. Yeah, that's exactly what fits the restaurant indeed. Totally. Yeah. So what sets Waltz apart from other Disneyland Paris restaurants? And do you have a few favorite details to look out for? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so many details in oh, here yeah. but well let's start with the distinguishing element here so this is american food with a french touch as i said and it's really nicely presented so it feels like an upper class dining experience even though the dishes are quite basic mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not extremely special food but it's done the right way let's yeah. say <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. elevated it a bit yeah exactly yeah yeah that's the right word so so this place is like a museum hey, you already mentioned the art and the nice elevator with tons of old pictures from Walt and also a lot of park concept art actually there are several dining rooms and each of them is dedicated to well a specific part of the park so some to the lens and I believe one to the Grand Canyon yeah. so it's not all exactly matching the lens but it's all elements that we can find back in the park so totally. it's really nice yeah so some favorite details to look for actually well I'm sure I haven't seen all photos and all pieces of art as there's so much to see and as you can imagine you're placed in one of the dining rooms so you can probably have a look in some of the other rooms but yeah it's a bit annoying to <laughs> <laughs> go in when the restaurant is fully packed with people yeah. and, um, and to well spot every little detail these are just some personal highlights here first when you arrive upstairs there is a bird cage in that little welcome area and this little bird which most probably is a replica by the way was where walt disney's audio animatronic obsession started with so when walt visited new orleans he found this uh, antique mechanical singing bird in a classic golden cage and this cage is there for a reason as it is an important piece of inspiration for Walt's attraction development so this is where yeah his ideas were triggered and um, because of that we have many many audio animatronics in the Disney parks worldwide that's really nice to uh, spot that uh, birdcage uh, over there Another cool detail is the picture of Walt from the mid-1930s which can be found in the lobby on the back wall and beside Walt you can see a shadow of his most famous creation, Mickey Mouse, of course. And this is an official photo that can also be found in the Disney photo archives. And I believe you can even 
purchase a copy online directly from the Disney archives. But I really love this uh, photo because it's uh, such a nice way to appreciate Mickey Mouse in a stylish way. <laughs> <laughs> Another cool detail isn't in the uh, interior or art, but it's an ingredient. So several dishes that are served here at Waltz use cream or butter sauce from Isigny. And Isigny, I hope I uh, pronounce it right, is sounds a place good. in... Uh, <laughs> it sounds French, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a place in uh, Normandy, France, of course. And the reason that they use this is that it refers to Waltz ancestors who came from Isigny. And the name Disney, well, was based on that. So uh, yeah, it's uh, really nice that uh, they mention it at least uh, in the menu as you won't uh, see it when it's uh, right in front of That's you fascinating. on your uh, yeah. dish yeah i love that they included little historical tidbits here and there in the menu i, I really appreciated yeah. that <laughs> it's so cool yeah they indeed they describe with i think every option that you have in the menu where the well the name of the dish is coming from so that's yep. uh, that's really nice totally yeah. and that's not online you guys so you have to go no. to the restaurant to see that they have a minimal version exactly. online i was checking yeah. that as well and it's not there yeah. Yeah. i'm glad i took a few <laughs> photos of the menu for reference because i completely forgot about this yeah We've talked a little bit about Waltz on the show before, especially how it's intended to be a Club 33 for everyone. Mm -hmm. However, recently Imagineer Eddie Soto shared that one primary motivation for designing Waltz was pent-up frustration of only ever looking at photos of Club 33 as a child. <laughs> so <laughs> that's something I can relate to. While the park is famously covered in hidden Mickeys, so check out our Hidden Mickey episode for more, yeah. <laughs> Waltz is full of hidden and not-so-hidden double WD Walt Disney monograms. Mm -hmm. Some places to look out for it are the glass doors of the elevator, mm -hmm. the cash railway, and even custom gas light keys cast members use. Like Niels mentioned, there is countless concept art and historical photographs to keep an eye out for. Two of my favorite pieces include the Discovery Bay concept art by Tony Baxter, yeah. which shows an early version of Discovery Land serving up much more of a steampunk harbor maritime vibe. Looks really cool. Yeah. More like what was realized in Tokyo Disney Sea, as well as some pieces of Pirates of the Caribbean concept art by Mark Davis that mm -hmm. can be found in the Adventureland room. What's fun about these is that they act as a sort of link to Captain Jack's restaurant in Adventureland, since the exact same pieces can be found hanging in the waiting area yeah. there. <laughs> so True. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, really nice. So Niels, let's get to the juicy details. How was the food selection? Was there a large variety to choose from? And any good options for vegetarians and kids? Well, <laughs> at least they have an adult menu and a child menu. <laughs> So the adult one has three courses and uh, could be ordered with or without a selection of wines. Mm -hmm. Beverages or coffees are charged separately for adults, while the kids menu with three courses includes a soft drink. So um, for the kids, uh, everything is uh, covered. <laughs> As for the selection, there are four starters, five mains and five desserts uh, to choose from for the adults. And for the kids, there's a little bit less choice, but... I think enough uh, for them. So there are three choices per course for the kids. Uh, so it's not an extremely extensive menu, but enough variety. And it makes choosing <laughs> a little bit easier, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have so many options to choose from that you're, uh, well, <laughs> reading for an hour. <laughs> I think that's good, uh, especially since the level of variety is pretty good. For kids, uh, there's enough uh, to choose from with their own menu. And for vegetarians, there are also 
some good options i believe two out of four starters are uh, veggie one out of the five main courses and all five uh, desserts of course so eric your husband florian is a vegetarian uh, did he feel that he had enough choice <laughs> i mean he was happy just to get a vegetarian option period <laughs> yeah. but of course yeah. he would have preferred perhaps three vegetarian choices per course. So mm. he was a bit restricted, yeah. especially with the main course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That was his main critique as a vegetarian. It's one reason why he wasn't so motivated to repeat the dining experience there. I suggested mm -hmm. it on our last trip and he was like, oh, well, you know, so just I know exactly what I'm going to eat then and I'm not in the mood for it. So yeah. we ended up not going because of that. I like that the restaurant doesn't give you a million choices. So that means they specialize in dishes. And yeah. usually that means those dishes are of a higher quality but mm -hmm. i do wish they could maybe add just one more and served uh, pretty yeah, fast yeah they served very fast exactly yeah but just maybe one more yeah vegetarian or vegan option for the mains would be very welcome yeah i can imagine what were your favorite and less favorite choices well yeah i can only tell what i had <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah so i had the uh, waldorf uh, salad with the uh, roquefort cheese as a starter and i really like this as i'm a big french cheese fan so if you're not into the French cheese, then don't take it. <laughs> <laughs> My main course was the Cajun spiced Arctic char. That was pretty good. Uh, maybe a little bit too much yeah, Cajun. I agree. Uh, but it was still good. Oh, you had to say, yes, I understand. And I regretted my decision, but I'm glad yeah. you liked it, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think the fish was, well, yeah, really soft, tender. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked it, but it was a little bit too much spice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the entire back was covered in it. They just yeah. pounded that fish in a plate of Cajun exactly. and yeah. seared yeah. it. That's what it felt like. It looked pretty, though. Yeah, but you don't recognize it as fish anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a bit of uh, coriander, some corn, the mm -hmm. isingi butter sauce, and some wild rice. So, uh, yeah, I uh, enjoyed it, but maybe... I will try something else next time. Yeah. yeah. As a dessert, I chose the uh, Flower Street ice cream. That was like three different but delicious scoops of ice cream. And it was really nicely decorated with some pieces of fresh fruits and, of course, flowers. And Flower Street refers to the uh, street where Walt Disney Imagineering is located in uh, California. Yeah. My wife had a lemon meringue pie, which looked and tasted really, really good. So oh, um, sounds good. I was happy that I tried a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I've had a great lunch experience and there was nothing that I chose that I really regretted. But yeah, maybe I would exchange the fish next time for something else. But that salad and the ice cream was really, really good. So um, yeah. yeah, I might uh, choose that again. Yeah. How about you? So I had the chicken pot pie as a starter and it was served in yeah. a crispy dough shell and was really nice and creamy. Okay. It was accompanied by a Mickey shaped puff pastry and a raw vegetable salad. So nice. definitely an excellent choice. I would 100% order this again. Yeah, hands down can recommend. Florian had the vegan fruit slaw with mm -hmm. carrot coulis, which looked good and tasted okay. It wasn't his favorite, but he wasn't mad at it either. Okay. <laughs> As a main, I also got the Cajun spiced Arctic char that you mentioned yeah. earlier. Not realizing that it's basically salmon, which is just something that I personally don't like cooked. Uh, <laughs> I love to okay. eat it raw on sushi, but it's just not my thing when it's well done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were totally right in pointing out that it had a bit too much Cajun, but. Yeah, again, I wouldn't order it again, personal preference, just because I don't like salmon. It just wasn't clear to me that it was going to be salmon, and maybe I'm dumb, but I, I just didn't get that out of the menu. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's real salmon, but... Yeah, 
But it tasted like it, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My palate's just not refined enough for that. I just for me it was like, oh, though this is salmon, but yeah, no, <laughs> you're totally right. Yeah, I'm not sure if the English word is forel, but it's like a salmon forel, which is different than salmon, but I can imagine if you don't like it, then um, mm. this uh, isn't your cup of tea. Right. <laughs> Definitely going to try something else next time. Yeah. yeah. Florian had the Thelma potato vegetables and pepper coolies. Again, the presentation was on point. It looked elevated. Mm -hmm. Taste wise, it was fine. But Florian said it wasn't his favorite, which again is the reason why we didn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> For dessert, I got the vegan warm giant chocolate chip and hazelnut cookie with caramel sauce, maple syrup, ice cream with pecan nuts so, sounds good <laughs> yeah it sounds good right my expectations were that it was going to be a nice chewy soft american cookie but it was rather tough and crunchy oh. so that's just again not my cup of tea i would order something else next time the presentation was really cute though because it was served in a little skillet yeah. that did look nice florian also got the flower street sunday so Ditto to your review. I tried a little bit and yeah. it was pretty good yeah. i was just wondering why they call it sunday because a sunday has some sauce on top of the ice cream, right? Mm, yeah, it implies that it's, yeah. And I don't I think I had any sauce. I just had three scoops of ice cream with the fruit and the flowers. And That's a good question. Let me check my picture. <laughs> I food porned everything here. I checked my photo as well, and I was reading the menu online, and then it said Flower Street Sunday, but I'm not sure if the menu at Waltz also said Sunday or just ice cream or something like that mm. uh, as i didn't take a picture of the menu but it feels a little bit inconsistent what they're doing yeah here. <laughs> i agree i'm digging through the archives now let's see i took a photo of every single piece of art and concept art and historical <laughs> photograph that i could get my camera in front of so i have hundreds of thousands of photos so, of waltz let's see here opening in germany soon waltz 2.0 <laughs> by eric you know looking at the picture and there are these white solid pieces it's not a candy i know yeah maybe that's supposed to symbolize like the yeah. sauce part of a sundae but in an elevated fancy form they're like oh we're making the sauce solid mm. to be creative something like that Let's maybe see what yeah. the menu there says i'm scrolling back, <laughs> back, back, back oh and i got the german menu too they asked us where we're from and we're like germany and then we they got the german oh menu. yeah then Let's you get see. the german menu yeah. yeah the issue in france usually is that when we say that we are dutch then they think we say deutsch oh and then you get, and the, we german get the german menu, menu. <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> okay so my photos of the menu are slightly blurred <laughs> oh, so, so too many beers oh. or uh... <laughs> okay well this mystery is going to remain unsolved for now <laughs> i'm sorry maybe it's edited uh, later <laughs> during the editing yeah we'll see <laughs> next time i go i'll to try to convince Florian to go again and then I'll take a picture of the menu yeah. if it says Sunday or not this is a mystery we will solve anyway the ice cream is pretty good people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're just not sure if it's a Sunday or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. expect scoops of ice cream some fruits some flowers and uh, maybe some candy and that's it yeah <laughs> totally I mean overall the atmosphere outshines the food just a bit currently however overall it's something really fun to do at Disneyland Paris and a unique dining experience you can otherwise only mm -hmm. get at club 33 so albeit here it's a much better value i checked the club 33 menu and it was like 120 dollars <laughs> yeah. i mean it was five courses instead of three but yeah. still 120 and probably the quality is even a little bit yeah. better or yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, ingredients yeah. are more exclusive but um i think waltz in the past was also a little bit more exclusive ah, than what okay. they offer mm -hmm. now but 
it's also more affordable nowadays. And um, yeah, I like that. So more people are able to experience this. Yeah. I appreciate that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the whole idea behind Walt, right? It's to give the chance for the everyday guests to experience an elevated dining. Exactly. Yeah. Great. So did you have any special drinks or unique items? They <laughs> do offer some special cocktails. Yeah. They have three 30th anniversary cocktails at the moment. But also two premiums and one mocktail, so one without uh, alcohol. Yeah. Besides cocktails, they have a wide selection of champagnes, wines, aperitifs, and some beers, some basic soft drinks, coffees and tea, of course. Um, we didn't have anything special ourselves. I just needed my mm-hmm. cold uh, Coca-Cola after a full morning in the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that. Maybe you guys had a mocktail? Yes, we tried the Shirley Temple mocktail, which oh, yeah, consists, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, which consists of Sprite, ginger ale, and grenadine syrup. So the mocktail was developed in the 1930s as an homage to Hollywood's favorite child actress Shirley Temple. During the 1939 Oscars, Shirley Temple handed Walt Disney his Oscar for his iconic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs film. The classic statue was accompanied by seven smaller statues representing the seven dwarves, which I think is really cool. And you can actually see yeah. the photograph of that yeah. on the menu. So that's really fun. I enjoyed the cocktail. It was fresh and very sweet. It's something I would consider ordering again. However, the Virgin Colada at Captain Jack's is still my number <laughs> one design for this market. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't been beat yet, so we'll see. <laughs> we also purchased a Waltz commemorative pin, which was available for 16 euro per person, I believe. Yep. And Niels will talk a little bit more about that later. Yeah. Can you say something about the price point? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the adult menu is 42 euros or 62, including the wine uh, selection. Yeah, not bad at all. No, no, especially well, 42 euros is quite a lot, especially if you do it for lunch. Yeah, as yeah. well, it's mainly open during lunchtime. Just pretend it's dinner. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you can have your annual pass reduction if you have one. So yeah. including the wines is 62, which is still not bad, I believe. Beverages or coffees are charged uh, separately. The kids menu is 22 euros, so it's a higher price range, but less uh, expensive than character dining at uh, Plaza Gardens or the uh, Auberge de Cendrillon. The overall service level, the art in the restaurant, the food quality, which isn't Michelin (laughs) class as said, (laughs) but it's good. And the whole layout, yeah, definitely justifies this price point uh, in my opinion. For me, it's, um, yeah. Good value for money. Absolutely. It's the same price as Captain Jack's, which is excellent as well, of course. Mm-hmm. However, Waltz is a completely different atmosphere and cuisine type. So yep. the value feels good for the level of service and multi-course menu that you are getting. Yeah. Yep. Good value. Definitely. Don't let Bob Chapik say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. We think it's quite expensive. Oh, so expensive. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my wallet. <laughs> to conclude, <laughs> would you dine there again? And do you have any last takeaways? Well, I would definitely love to eat there again. The dining rooms are all so different, so there's so much to explore. Also, I love the relatively quiet atmosphere and the Main Street USA view, as you mentioned uh, in the beginning. It's a very relaxing break on a park day, so maybe it was even better to have lunch here instead of dinner, because if you start early, like uh, during the extra magic time... And then you have lunch like at 1 or one thirty. Yeah, then it's really nice to get out (laughs) of all the busyness of the park. Most definitely, yeah. Have a relaxing break on your park day, yeah. 
To conclude, they have that fantastic uh, 30th anniversary pin, as you just mentioned. It's not part of the official Disney pin trading releases. I'm not sure why, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't it's understand still that f- either. Like, it's a pin and it's from Disney. Like, what? Exactly. Are they just going to be like, no, can't trade like the vampires or something against the sunlight? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. It even has the same rubber Mickey on the back. Yeah, yeah, totally. To cover the actual pin. So I'm sure it's also made in the exact same factory that yeah. <laughs> makes all the other yeah. Disney pins. But maybe because it's not available from any of the pin shops perhaps yeah because it's so limited you have to dine here or lunch here Mm -hmm. to be able to get one so it's limited to one per person so if you're with two people then you can have two and it's priced at 16 euros as you mentioned eric unfortunately i saw that dlp report mentioned on their socials that the pin was sold out recently yeah not sure if it comes back i hope so because it's a really nice souvenir yeah we can only speculate at this point i also really enjoyed the souvenir but it might be a limited edition limited time thing considering it celebrates the yeah. reopening of waltz for the 30th anniversary so we'll see yeah fingers crossed if you still want to uh, yeah. <laughs> get one yeah, and a last tip, be sure to make a reservation through the app, the hotel, concierge, a city hall employee or the special restaurant reservation hotline. Try to book a time slot that overlaps with the Daily Stars on Parade or the Ready for the Ride 30th anniversary show. Oh yeah. Or any seasonal cavalcade like uh, they have uh, during the Halloween season usually. So if you get a window seat, and that's not guaranteed of course, as you cannot request a special seat, then you can watch the parade from a unique perspective. So uh, yeah, it's really uh, cool. Definitely. Also, now that you mentioned ready for the ride, we were at Magical Pride and mm-hmm. I said forever ago, those floats will be perfect for Magical Pride since they're so colorful and uh, looky here, they use them oh, for yeah. Magical Pride, which yeah. I thought was pretty fun. Yeah. Different characters and uh, totally. a different park, but uh, same, yeah. uh, <laughs> same yeah. floats. Yeah. Yeah. Undoubtedly fans who know a bit about the park's history and those who are interested in fabulous concept art and historical pieces will have a blast here couldn't agree more with neil's fabulous place to watch the parade and eat some delicious food (laughs) yeah and take the elevator at least once while you're there and don't forget to visit the exclusive restroom which features some neat vintage restroom inspired Mm -hmm. art which is a dude looking at his bathtub okay bye (laughs) (laughs) neil's uh where can people find you (laughs) in the bathtub <laughs> nice long bubble people can... <laughs> No, people can find me on Instagram uh, at Capturing Disney Parks and uh, visit my website capturingdisneyparks.com for uh, any other activities. <laughs> Sounds great. You guys, be sure to follow Aramagique on Twitter, Instagram, and our website, aramagique.net, for all the latest Disneyland Paris news and podcast updates. Please consider supporting the show on patreon.com slash You get access to a completely new exclusive episode every month and it really helps out a lot and keeps the show running. Now, before we go, we did want to thank some of our patrons and you can also get in a shout out at the Sequoia tier. So thank you to Simon, Jen, JB, Jerry, Josh, and Tulips. <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all stay safe out there and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Well, the last one is something tasty. <laughs> no. So um, my last secret is about the uh, unique fruit and vegetable carving job of uh, cast member uh, Cyril Soro. And I hope I pronounced it well. He started working at Disneyland Paris as an apprentice cook in the food and beverage team of uh, the resort when he was uh, just 19 years old. But later he started to make simple fruit carvings as he loved well, both drawing and food. And he did that for the VIPs when he uh, was in the room service team of the uh, Majestic Disneyland Hotel. And that grew into, well, more complex creations with uh, Disney characters and, well, guests just loved it, of course. And therefore, he became Disney's first full-time fruit and vegetable sculpture artist globally. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, he really shaped his own job basically <laughs> he mostly uses watermelons and uh, pumpkins pumpkins more in the now that was just a short preview of the full-length patreon exclusive show you can get instant access to this episode as well as disneyland paris hacks 2.0 disneyland paris on a budget and the discovery land deep dive along with all of our other fabulous patreon exclusive episodes now on patreon.com slash see you there